Netcasts you love. From people you trust. This is Twit. Bandwidth for Tech News Today is provided by Cashfly at C-A-C-H-E-F-L-Y dot com. This is Tech News Today for Tuesday, December 20th, 2011. Tech News Today is brought to you by Ford, featuring available sync with My Ford Touch. Sync with My Ford Touch gets you to your destination with integrated turn-by-turn directions and directional arrows displayed on screen. Check it out in the new 2012 Ford Focus and at Ford.com slash technology. Welcome to Tech News Today. I'm Tom Merritt. I'm Sarah Lane. I'm Maya Zaktar. Oh, you want me to say my own name? Do it, do it. Just for old times. I'm Becky Worley. (laughs) And I'm Jason Howell. (laughs) Uh, Becky Worley is back. Welcome back. I missed you guys. I missed you guys. And I'm so happy to be with you. But um, I just want to let you know there's some ground rules. Ground rules. Okay. Okay. Number one, no patent wars. Number two. We're going to break that one. Go ahead. Number two. No, Tom, being ex- inclusive and asking questions like, Becky, what do you think about that? Oh, I can I'm tell you right now right I know on. nothing. Yeah. <laughs> and number three, you have to open my gift at the end of the show. Oh. We won't break that last rule. Okay. That's scorpions. It's you shouldn't have. So- <laughs> <laughs> Wait. All right. Well, let's, uh, let's start it off with some breaking news. Yeah, uh, Pat Royce? No. No. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Reuters reporting that RIM has turned down takeover overtures from Amazon and other potential buyers because BlackBerry prefers to fix the problems on its own. Becky, what do you think about that? <laughs> so you, I mean, this, I think, no. is insane. No, this, I, none of us have really had a chance to read through uh, much except for this Reuters uh, story, which says that Amazon hired an investment bank this summer. Yeah, it looked like it was in the past, which is interesting because I wonder, uh, maybe this is the year of, of remorse on deals not taken because I wonder if RIM would feel the same way now. They want to solve their problems by themselves. You, It's hard to dig yourself out of a hole that deep. I feel like there's a board versus management fight just waiting to happen here. I'm surprised it hasn't happened already because Balsali and Lazaridis definitely still feel that they can fix these problems themselves. In fact, in their last earning call, they actually acted like they were fixing them. Like, oh, everything's great. Everything's gravy. You well, know, we still sell lots of phones. You don't think that there are board management fights already going on within Probably, room? Probably, right. They had executives yeah. fighting yeah. on a plane, right? So that's one. <laughs> right. That's, well, the, but why have you ever heard of two CEOs making it work? And this has got to be, you know, sort of folie a deux. There's two insane people who are maybe just corroborating all of the mistakes that Rim is making. Did you throw I mean, in that French just because we have a Canadian in the we audience? We do have of Canadians, but they're from Alberta. I don't think that's their native. They have tongue. to learn it, though. Uh, maybe. I mean, I don't know. Um, but they do have to play lacrosse and hockey. But um, I, I just think that this may be a case of that they, they are um, sort of enabling each other. You have to wonder, and maybe... You know, not not really entertaining Amazon's offer. It's the word enabling. I'm like they have like a codependent like they, they are. Well, it does seem very very codependent. But okay, actually. Look, so if Amazon actually wanted to get Rim, can we figure out why they would want to do this? Do, do they need a hardware arm? I mean, they're already Obviously. working with Quanta that makes they made the playbook, so maybe that's why they had relationships with Quanta to make the fire because they were already working with Rim at some point. Well, they, I, they rushed it to market so quickly to get it here in time for holiday and to make a splash and be competitive against the iPad 2 before the iPad 3 came out. I think that they were desperate for a hardware partner, certainly when it came to a tablet. Um, and why not if that opens the door for phones also? I think it's Bezos' irrational love of all things Rim. You were, you were bringing yeah. this up before the show. There's, there's a New York Times piece that came out in September talking about how Jeff Bezos designed the Kindle, or one of the Kindle, 
sitting behind Tom there, yeah, the to original, look like original Kindle. Yeah, to look like his BlackBerry, which he loved so much, and and, and that's why it looks so ugly. Actually, <laughs> that was all, all the that's headlines why it's got were. This keyboard. If you wanted to know it, why it, it looks like it, that, it is it kind of so is, atrocious. Once you see, once you hear the word BlackBerry and then the Kindle, you're like, oh, oh, that does look. And the like. Kindle Fire uses the the same reference design. You just mentioned that mm-hmm. as the BlackBerry Playbook, so, which yeah. indicates that probably they were in these discussions, and it and it became some sort of natural synergy that showed up in the spring, and then Bezos was thinking. Well, if we're going to use that for right. the Kindle Fire, we might as well think about the expansion thing. But I think going back to your point about enabling, I think that some sort of CEO delusional enabling should now be called the ball silly Lazaridis syndrome. I mean, it's just those two. It's just dumb and dumber up there. It's a, it's a Sorry, Canadians little, in the little audience. bit bulky, but I, I can get behind <laughs> You're down it. down with that? Okay. Uh, apparently, according to the Reuters story, Amazon and RIM still discussing ways uh, to expand their ties. Uh, which they actually, uh, Amazon's music catalog is available to some BlackBerry users. Uh, so they have some ties already, but I guess I guess they're still going to... There's also been that rumor of the Amazon phone that's supposed to come out next year. I mean, maybe they were looking into this RIM deal and they're like, okay, this isn't going to work. We'll just go ahead and make our own system. I mean, Or maybe that was, the they were like, we're going to make a phone. Mm-hmm. If we buy RIM, we can just have them make it. I mean, RIM does have, like, they have end-to-end solutions. That's one of the reasons they, they try to keep priding themselves on that concept. We have the OS, we make the har- hardware... It works for Apple. It should work for us, right? Fits an Amazon's cloud strategy. Is there also a security play in terms of online shopping and that 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 faith in the security of the Rim system? Potentially, and that, there and could there's be something there that gives afield, them an advantage maybe, yeah. with, with mm-hmm. mobile shopping. Yeah, it's possible. Maybe also mobile credit card processing. There might be something there in terms of that security element that they could do. You know, I don't know that Rim has got mobile credit card. No, no, or, I'm just or, pie in the sky. Yeah. Jeff Bezos being crazy man, thinking big thoughts and thinking about what the platform means and how people would associate that with Amazon. So, Daryl Issa, is it? Issa? I've been told how to pronounce this. Issa, it's Issa. Daryl Issa uh, twittered today uh, that uh, tweeted tweet. Well, he put his post on Twitter uh, <laughs> that the uh, SOPA win this war. The SOPA committee markup. <laughs> has been postponed, quote, due to house schedule. And he put it in quotes. He put it in air quotes in his Twitter post. Well, I think they're actual quotes. Due to house <laughs> schedule. I, 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 think, I can't believe no, you have a lawyer on this show. He's mocking. Some, He's like, you, due to house really? schedule. Uh, He's like, they're backing off. some sort of a memo? No, I don't think so. Uh, that's a good point. I mean, that's, it's, it's too hot. Too hot to handle, ladies and gentlemen. I think yeah. that if you were a politician and you just, you won't. If you had the opportunity to take a break, why wouldn't you? This has gotten messier, messier, messier. Well, they're busy, right? They're so they, tired. They need a break. You know? I'm tired of talking about soap. I mean, that this house, is my job, and I'm doing this all day, where they're like, let us read into the records that this councilman is tired and tired of talking about soap. I mean, yeah. I'll be this on- is what no, they do. I'll, I'll be honest. I'm, re- I'm shocked that Smith would back off. Like, he was just ready mm-hmm. to push this thing onto the House floor as fast as possible. Everything else be damned. We're going to make this get to the House floor. We're going to force this through. But uh, really, and, and backlash be damned? Well, and ba- he has forced a huge backlash. A uh, good article up at the Stanford Law Review from Mark Lemley, David Levine, and David G. Post with a good legal analysis. They go through some of the IP, uh, not only SOPA, but Protect IP, and they go through some of the DNS issues. Uh, they also go through the free speech issues and the First Amendment issues. Uh, they say the Supreme Court has made it abundantly clear that governmental action suppressing speech, if taken prior to... To an adversary pro- proceeding and subsequent judicial determination that the speech in question is unlawful is a presumptively unconstitutional prior restraint. And Protect IP and SOPA both leave out an adversarial procedure. You can go in front of a judge, but the other uh, party that you're taking down, the other website, doesn't have to be there, doesn't even have to know you're going to court to get them taken right. down. Right, and that's the whole thing, is that this can be done ex parte. I mean, that's the problem, and... 
I just also think it goes back to w- what Leo and, and Neela were talking about this weekend on, on This Week in Tech, which is when you have big business that has all of the legal resources they do and they can file these notices and go after individuals or small, you know, small organizations, it becomes a miscarriage of the intent of the First Amendment, if not the law itself. And a new SOPA add-on for Firefox has already been put out. Uh, called DSOPA, uh, which essentially, when it finds a blocked domain name, just resolves uh, it by using a foreign domain name server. Done. Go DSOPA. Yeah. So, you know, let's break the Constitution for absolutely no reason. Right. This is- so the people who circumvented the law in the first place can circumvent it in a different way and screw the people who are trying to do things that are actually within the law, or should be. Let's have some good news now. Uh, Firefox is pleased to announce that they have negotiated a significant and mutually beneficial revenue agreement with Google. The agreement extends their search relationship with Google for at least three additional years. Uh, Ed Bott has noted uh, earlier this month that the search deal was providing 84% of Mozilla's revenue. So that's going to keep flowing in now for three years. So important for Mozilla, but what's real? I mean, is Google's incentive, because obviously Google has Chrome, so Firefox is technically a competitor, some sort of, hey, we're not so antitrusty. Look, we play nicely with other browsers. Although it, it also makes them dominate the field more yeah. by being in there. See, I think it's the other. I think that Firefox is a gateway drug for Chrome. I think once you get people off of IE, IE they, it's like, what, there's something else? There's another internet? You know, there's, I mean, getting people to understand that there are multiple browsers is a big incremental step in their, in their experimentation with other browsers. So I think that that's part of it. Well, that's certainly the, the order I went in. I went from IE to Firefox to Chrome. Mm-hmm. Although there was no Chrome when I initially went to Firefox. So I wonder how many people actually still go in that order. I tried out, I think it was Firefox and Opera at the same time. I wound up with Firefox, uh-huh. Opera and Google Docs didn't work very well together. Then to Chrome. But I mean, Chrome, I mean, Google doesn't even have a, uh, Google picked as its default search when you install Chrome. They give you the option, Google, Bing, or Yahoo. So two-thirds of Microsoft options right there, which is very odd. So I th- when anybody says, oh, you know, you're really tying people into your system, it's like on your own browser you give a choice. So how is this so bad? But people still like Firefox. I mean, people want it. They're rooting for it. And I think the, the latest version just came out, supposed to be a lot faster, less memory leaks, all kinds of stuff. And that's got built in Google. They, I mean, how many people bother to click that little uh, drop down and choose a different browser? Yeah. I think Google agreed I mean, to this because they know that Firefox is going to turn to Bing. Microsoft chomping at the bit mm, to, uh, to get that market share. Whatever that 25% or so is that Firefox has got, Google wants to keep it. Mm. Uh, they they want to keep that market share searching in Google as much as possible. Mm. This, this seems like a big missed opportunity for any other search engine. Like, I mean, if they wanted to, like if Microsoft wanted to, I mean, they're losing $2 billion Yeah, AltaVista, Northern Lights. Listen. <laughs> Don't forget AOL search. I, was AOL look, search. I actually looked up. I'm like, who are the top five? Don the other pile. ones. Was it, wasn't it Mosaics? Spry Mosaic in a box? Was that the browser? That was the browser. And what was the search well, that they had? Mosaic would turn into Netscape, which turned into Firefox. Right. Well, yeah, there you see. There so you it's go. all a big circle of browser see, lights. And Ask. <laughs> Ask could have bought it. See? Yeah. Now, I work for left. Yahoo, which is both a disclosure and a motivation for me saying, hey, Microsoft, thank you so much for saving your money and not putting this into Firefox and just saving your money to get tighter in bed with Yahoo. So that's all I'm just going to say on that. Although they could have gotten more market share. Let's uh, take a break. This episode of Tech News Today brought to you by Ford, featuring Sync with My Ford Touch. One of the great features of Sync is Sync Services. We recently took Sync Services for a test drive. Check it out. Hey, Tom Aaron here. We're going to take off from the Twit Brick House 
in the 2012 Ford Focus. How are we going to get there? We're going to try out the new sync navigation features. Okay, so if you plan ahead, you can actually use Google Maps and MapQuest or the mobile app Sync Destinations to plan your destination ahead of time, and it'll be available for you in the car. I didn't plan ahead that well, so I'm going to show you how you do it when you just start off from scratch. Navigation. Navigation. 460 Kenilworth Drive, Petaluma. When ready, press the voice button and then say set as destination. Set as destination. Setting destination. Maybe you've got it. All right, let's go. In one-tenth of a mile, turn right. See, it just tells me. Turn right onto Kenilworth Drive. So we had this weird little U-turn there, but map showed me where to go. Not a problem. Your destination is ahead on the right. There it is. Play dog play. Just like it said, destination on the right. You have arrived at your destination on the right. Route guidance is now finished. So that's how Ford Sync with My Ford Touch gets you to your destination with integrated turn-by-turn -turn directions, arrows on the screen, you know exactly where you're going. It's available in the 2012 Ford Focus, and you can find out more about these Ford technologies at Ford.com slash technology. I'm going to pick up my dog now. Hey, buddy. Aww. Aww. Tugging at the heartstrings. Did make it. Oh, hi, Sawyer. Uh, that, that adds about 15 seconds longer than it needs to be just to get my dog in it. Uh, but we thank Ford for their support of Tech News today. Uh, Deutsche Telekom's going to cash a $3 billion check since AT&T is backing out of the T-Mobile acquisition deal, and it's all going to debt. T-Mobile USA is not going to see a cent of it. Uh, however, T-Mobile will get licenses for about 128 market areas of advanced wireless spectrum, including 12 of the top 20 markets. So that that is a big boost for them. That's been one of their complaints mm -hmm. is they need that 4G-capable uh, wireless spectrum. Now, all the bets are off. T-Mobile's single, and the suitors are going to come a-calling. The analysts are already starting to talk about who's going who's gonna to pair up. Uh, LBBW analyst Stefan Borscheid uh, said he would not rule out that Deutsche Telekom could find a financial investor willing to take T-Mobile off its hands, so just equity uh, deal. Sprint is touted uh, by a Spirito Santu analyst. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, I know. Uh, investors uh, sent Dish shares more than 8% higher because AT&T may be interested in buying Dish for their spectrum. Dish is a much cheaper buy, $12 billion market cap uh, for AT&T to get some spectrum, although not as much spectrum uh, as, as T-Mobile had. Uh, yeah, so uh, what, what do we think? AT&T going to go back and try to get another deal out of T-Mobile that's separate. They're going to go buy Dish. T-Mobile going to partner with some smaller folks. Okay, you ready for my crazy talk? Yeah, go you ahead. you know I always bring my crazy talk to Bring the crazy, hat wearer. T-Mobile just got enough of a nudge to get over the hump. They don't that's, have to partner up with anybody. They saying. say, you know what, we're going to take that three mil... We get 20% well, more coverage. Well, they don't get three, three bills. Bill. So, well, yeah, you know, they get nothing. Well, Toyota well, Telecom's get, paying off get, debt they with that. That's fine. They get, yeah, they don't get any dollars. Spectrum. Right, and they get 20% more coverage, so that's okay. an yeah, increase right. in potential subscribers there. Where that's good. Mm -hmm. And I think 
that maybe a raised awareness of the good of T-Mobile. T-Mobile is a budget option for smartphone users. Yep. And I just think there's a space for that if 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 there's a recognition that it's a new mobile landscape and that that budget play is worth it. You Agree? Know, Disagree? Not Am I so insane? crazy. Chris Ziegler says the same thing. Uh, he says maybe this is enough to get them over the hump, put them on a path to growing their subscriber base again. No, I'll say that you guys are both crazy on that one. I'm yeah. thinking T-Mobile Sprint, that's going to go together. Because because Sprint, they were so against the whole AT&T uh, T-Mobile thing because those two would be between this new AT&T T-Mobile and Verizon, they'd have like over like 80%, I think, of the U.S. market. If Sprint gets T-Mobile, they'll only have like $80 million. That'll put them about 25%. Of the entire market. And so the, the same arguments Sprint used and everybody used against the AT&T Mobile uh, arg- um, merger, they don't apply to Sprint and T-Mobile. And Sprint's trying everything to survive between Clearwire and putting money into that, between uh, wholesaling stuff, between working with LightSquare. They're losing money on the iPhone until 2014 Right. I mean, well. they, I and think that's the question. Is the, the are they over-leveraged to be able to even make that play, given what they've, what they've almost, put out yeah, for the I iPhone? I almost think Sprint probably would love to do this, but I don't know if they... I'll tell you what. They're in the position. I'll 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 try to out crazy you. Go for it. (laughs) T-Mobile partners with Clearwire, helps get Sprint out of the bucket of trying to support Clearwire, Mm -hmm. and provides Clearwire a path to profitability by teaming up. Well, I mean. I don't know how crazy that sounds, really. And then they both read Spectrum from... They both read Spectrum from LightSquared. Although yesterday I said they're going to sell off T-Mobile for parts. So, I mean, I don't know what's really going to happen. Yeah, exactly. I, I'm, Nobody I'm does. Spectrum will be sold. I'm, I'm thinking AT&T probably will go hard after Dish because 12 billion bucks? That's like a deal after Why 39 billion. Why is it so billion. much less than T-Mobile? Because they suck. I, well, what, Dish? They just don't have the large subscriber base or the infrastructure. I guess I uh, thought more people... Use Dish Network. Dish is uh, lower popularity than DirecTV. DirecTV is, you know, not not a Comcast or a yeah. Time Warner as far as subs go. So, hmm. yeah, they're they're just they're just a smaller operation. I mean, with, with Verizon working with Spe- with Spectrum Co. getting all that that uh, that Spectrum, I could see AT and T starting to look at Dish, you know, really seriously. Well, we'll like. see if they get that Spectrum. We got more on that in the news views. Uh, a couple more uh, discussion stories. Sony uh, issuing an apology. Again, Again. Was, it, was it not just yesterday yes. when yes, I said, it, totally. actually, you know, it didn't was take Was it long. not just no. next Wednesday? <laughs> <Exactly> next <laughs> right. <laughs> on our Big Stories episode. Oh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Won't I be saying this next week? I'm sorry. <laughs> I forgot to mention I can predict the You're future. You're so clairvoyant. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Keep that. Hold that thought. <laughs> PlayStation. Yeah, she, we were talking about the PlayStation Network outage in our Big Stories episode that will air next week. Uh, PlayStation Vita users described unresponsive touchscreens, crashes, and freezes. So on the PlayStation website, so wrote, currently our information center regarding PlayStation Vita, as well as our usual customer service center, are receiving many inquiries. We apologize if your phone isn't connected straight away. Uh, so they apologize for not taking your call. <laughs> it sounds like not because I thought that was a talking. lost in translation thing when I read the maybe it is quote. maybe it is it's a good point. Uh, Japanese publisher Enterbrain suggests that three hundred twenty one thousand four hundred devices were sold over the first two days in Japan last weekend, uh, and play, and Sony has said a firmware update has been pushed to the device that you'll need to update to if you want to keep using it on the internet. <sighs> You know what, Jason? Can you create um, a cue that is the sweeping generalizations cue? That that's the music that goes with this little statement that I like to with make. Like sweep- a big sweep <laughs> noise. I'm going to make a sweeping generalization sweeping here. Generalization. I think that you should not buy products that are released in in late Q3, Q4, really? because the manufacturers are so stressed out to get this thing out for holiday 
that they hit a, a date where whether it's ready or not, it's going out the door, half-baked or not. And, I mean, it's just Kindle Fire having problems next to the set, you know, blah, blah, blah. It's like, ugh. I think you should not buy products. That is an even larger sweeping generalization. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad you've Until come to it. they're like four it. years old. I think it's really hard to sell products that only do one thing when other products do many things. Mm-hmm. Right. As in smartphones or portable yeah. gaming devices. Listen, I mean, I just think this is a dying model. Right. Well, 300,000 of this and the 3DS was about the same number. And, I mean, who's buying these things? Are these fanboys who are reliving their childhood experiences or are these, these are people parents giving the, them to their kids? People want to play the games. Right. So they've, got, they've still got that last edge of like, well, we have this game, we have that game. People are like, okay, I'm a Nintendo fanboy, I'm a Sony fanboy. I think that's, I think it's a dying market, though. You're absolutely right. At least well, the Vita launched with like 24 games, and they said they'd have over 30 coming up. I mean, right. at least that was a positive, but... The 3DS sold more in its launch weekend, like 50,000 more than the Vita did, but had less titles off the bat and sure. saw a huge drop-off. Fewer titles. Fewer titles. What did I say? Less. Ah, fewer. All right. Gotcha. We're even. Grammar, Nazi. We're even. <laughs> All right, let's finish up with uh, Facebook going to put ads in your news gotcha. feed. Started, gotcha. journalism. <laughs> yep. Starting in January 2012, Facebook will gradually begin showing sponsored stories and social ads in your main news feed. Now, you're already freaking out, but I'm not going to try and stop you. But it's not as bad as it sounds. Facebook hasn't shown ads in the news feed since 2008. That was the beacon crisis. So they've learned something. Uh, from this. The ads will be marked sponsored. You will only see one sponsored story in your news feed per day, and it will be a featured story that was either liked by your friends or shared with you by your friends or something that you liked yourself. So it's something that would have been in your news feed anyway. Mm. It's just going to get special promotion. It's going to be a little stickier and hang around a little longer. Mm. Good reason to clear out friends you don't know that well. Yeah, the people <laughs> keep liking those things. <laughs> you know? like this product. And you'll this be able to clear gone. it out. When, if you're like, oh, it's sponsored. That's why it's sticking around. There'll be an X. You can get rid of it. Mm-hmm. There will be a backlash. It always is. Facebook sneezes. There's a backlash. I think that... Facebook can sneeze. Yeah. <laughs> that's why I, there's such a backlash. I, I would have thought that an alternate methodology here... You know, there's so many companies that we all have liked for one reason or another um why not just charge them why not just charge for corporate membership that if you're sears or you're um a big that's hard to enforce though isn't it not if you're a fortune 500 company i mean if if you're a mom and popster i guess but well if you allow some people to sign up for free then how do you stop the corporation from going well we get to sign up for free too i mean you you got to give them something special that says, well, if you pay us, you get this something special, and this is one of those things. Well, you get you get your stories about you that you select, promote it in the news feed, and, get a, and hang around a little longer. Maybe it would be something that would be more of like an algorithmic weight, so that you would show up more prominently, even if the person doesn't interact with you that much, but that they've already sought you, you know, your page out and liked you as a fan. I, I don't think this is, this is so yeah. onerous that it's going to really be terrible. I'm just sort of thinking, all these social networks have such interesting you know, business model issues that it's always fun to kind of play armchair CFO and go, what would I have done? I think this is elegantly done. Uh, This is in addition to sponsored ads in the right hand. Yeah. That stuff over in the right rail. That doesn't go anywhere. That's totally different. And that's sticky too. So Mm -hmm. you're going to just see more ads. It's going to be a lot sticky all over your news. The right hand rail is becoming like a, like a mini mall. Have you noticed that? Yeah. It's like 7-Eleven is over there. And it's like the little, I feel like it's like the carts in the mall. 
Yeah. You know, like all the cheap, like, cell phone cases and the Rosetta Stone. Oh, right, Stone the end caps. And, yeah. Just yeah. A, I, by the way, that, so that's what you're saying when, right before the show, you said you saw an ad for my, from, with my picture in it on the side of your Yahoo News. And you, you, so you're, you're relegating me to the end caps of the aisles now. I mean, I was the one who did say it we was We used to call mall. it an end cap at CNET. At yeah. Homepage, actually. <laughs> Funny you should mention that. <laughs> Facebook is just busy. I mean, the, my, my news feed is extremely busy. I don't even know that I would see ads regularly. I don't uh, see them because I never read Facebook. Well, I mean, but that's, that's my point. Is <laughs> yeah. like, I try to catch up, but I don't catch up in the way that I can catch up on Twitter regularly on Facebook. Did you just say read Facebook? Yeah. <laughs> You, just kind of, you, you know what? By. You're just like one of those senators. You're just like one of those. What's wrong uh, with that? No, you read the news feed and Facebook. This man Twittered earlier today. <laughs> he Twittered I and I read, read the Facebook. Facebook. Is, it, is it old man to say you read Facebook? <laughs> yeah. Does it make you see, like I, I think we've just identified. Yeah, I'm reading a little bit of Facebook. It's like doing email. <laughs> now we've just identified the problem. It, so, wait, so what do you do when you're looking at Facebook? You, what's what's the verb? It's it's you're looking I'm interacting you're, on a social network. Oh, that's how I see Thank it. You're you're right. Right. I know, no, actually, you know what, Katie? The proper one is you're, you're checking Facebook. That's how it. I don't know. Is this a chick dude thing? Like to chicks, I'm checking up on my people. Like I'm reading. No, it's reading for me. It's not. See? It's not checking. I don't mm. care what these people are doing. Well, it's stalking, really. Let's yeah. be honest. But that's part I'm of go a to visual. Facebook and stalk for an hour. Oh, yeah. yeah, see you guys. Stalk is <laughs> that's a regular word used <laughs> around here. It is. Dudes can't use that either because they get no. Well, you don't write it on Facebook. You just that. say it out loud when nobody hears you. Right. Okay. So, anyways, pipe smoker over there is reading pipe Facebook. Pipe smoker of the year. Thank you very much. <laughs> In case you didn't Facebook. know, Tom Barrett is a pipe smoker of the year <laughs> and reads Facebook. Let's move on to news views. <laughs> Light Squared is over it. The wireless companies filed a petition seeking a declaratory ruling confirming its rights as a Spectrum licensee. GPS interference be damned. The company no longer disputes that their operation could interfere with GPS systems, but puts the blame on GPS receiver manufacturers. Jeff Carlisle, executive vice president for regulatory affairs and public policy for Light Squared, said, quote, it is clear that GPS devices are purposefully designed to look into Light Squared's licensed spectrum. And given this evidence, we believe decision makers should consider Light Squared's legal rights as the licensee. Boom. That's three dams in a show. Well, that's four. Google's just made a large investment into four photovoltaic power generation projects located near Sacramento, California. While the investment wasn't officially announced in the press release, PC World reports that Google invested $94 million, and that puts Google's total investments in renewable energy to $880 million. They are serious. Bloomberg reports Verizon's bid to buy $3.9 billion worth of Spectrum from the Comcast Time Warner Bright House partnership known as Spectrum Co. will face increased antitrust scrutiny from the DOJ. The deal effectively eliminates the cable companies from the field of wireless communication. The deal also allows Verizon to stall Fios development and offer cable services from its new partners instead, reducing competition in the all-but-stagnant wireline market. Mobile advertising platform Millennial Media says the Amazon Kindle Fire is making hundreds of millions of monthly ad impressions. That's what Amazon hoped for. Millennial Media's numbers also say that the Kindle's impression growth is faster than the iPads. Thanks to the Fire, Android now accounts for half of all ad impressions. That's why the Fire is so cheap, making the money off the ads. You know what I really missed when I was on vacation, everybody? What was that? Patent Wars! No! Ah, take Stop that, Becky. Sandy. I'm sorry, Becky. 
I'm sorry. It's time for patent wars. It's the usual combatants. <clears throat> Apple versus Samsung. You've heard of them. But this time, Apple is suing in Australia over smartphone and tablet cases for violating at least 10 of Apple's patents. Also, the ITC issued an initial ruling that Motorola infringed on four claims of one Microsoft patent related to Android. I think I've listed every company on earth. <laughs> yeah, they're all suing each other in some way. Gilberto Sanchez, the man who admitted he uploaded a work print copy of Wolverine, was sentenced to one year in federal prison. After serving one year, Sanchez will be subject uh, will be the subject of a one-year supervised release and will have restrictions on his computers. You know, it's a good thing dangerous criminals like Sanchez are off the streets. You know, that'll totally stop piracy. Uh, yeah. Uh, interesting side point. I think he was sentenced for watching Wolverine rather than that it, itself and actually downloading it. Got Apple's introduced a new feature in the iTunes store called Complete My Season Pass. If you've bought one or two episodes of a TV program, you'll be able to buy the rest of the season at the discounted season pass rate. Before this change, you'd essentially have to buy episodes twice if you chose to buy a season pass after you bought one of the videos. GameSpot reports that a class action lawsuit has been brought against Sony for its new PSN terms of service that does not allow users to sue Sony in class actions. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the plaintiff claims that Sony is engaged in unfair business practices by limiting its users. Sony will likely point to a Supreme Court ruling that said AT&T could have a similar no class action clause to get around this. We shall see. Israeli news source Calculist reports that Apple has acquired flash technology company Anobit. News of the deal leaked last week, and the acquisition could be worth somewhere between 400 and 500 million bucks. Of course, neither company has made an official statement yet. Let's move on to the randomizer. Randomizer. So this, uh, this is at the top of our subreddit, technewstoday.reddit.com, or at least it was earlier today. Uh, it's the FedEx guy throwing some poor man's computer monitor over the fence. And it's freaking out on and me. And it's totally freaking out. I so would totally full scream freak and out. then it just it's it now won't ruined. let me do anything. Oh, oh. There it is. See? So it's, See? The guy says it's a video yeah. of his monitor being delivered. The sad oh. part is that he was at home at the time with the front door open. Look at this. All the delivery guy would have had to do was ring the uh. bell. And now the monitor is huh. broken after being thrown over the fence. What you don't see are like four mattresses just on the other side of the... <laughs> Boy. Do you think I it's... I as thinks it might thinking. be uh, Look, okay, let's see. A viral video around the holiday time, and there's really two major, uh, or three, uh, companies that, that send out uh, goods, like, I don't know, UPS, USPS, and there's FedEx. Um, is there any chance anything like this could possibly be fake? This well, is the also, USPS going after FedEx. You'd have to get, have FedEx, to get a van to, to look pretty saying. good. That's a pretty good-looking well, yeah, FedEx van. The uniform thing. wouldn't be terribly hard. It but. never moves. Thing is, if you have a buddy and you're you like... Could, hey, that's look. an easy Photoshop. You also, definitely the security cam is that. so perfect. Mm-hmm. It what frames color? everything so nicely. I, I don't know. I... I if it's real, that sucks. I mean, that's a monitor. But if it's not real, I mean, it just, it just, there's something fishy about it around now. I don't know. What I would also is. like to mm-hmm. support all of our letter carriers and postal delivery people because I get a lot of goods at my house and I don't want to piss them off at this time of year. So you guys <laughs> that's are working how you respond hard. To them throwing a guy's monitor is just don't throw mine, please. Well, what I wanted <laughs> what a little extortion to such an action sprinkler system, rabid dog. I think no. I think he's just like oh, big gate. <laughs> Just it over. He's like, it's just a duvet got, or got something. A, he's got a lot of. He's got a lot of deliveries. That thing. Maybe he was pushed to the brink. Was it marked fragile? 
It's you very just, blatant, though. You know what I mean? Like, he just kind of goes up there and is like, Ugh. Have you seen I, that? I think, if he, I think if a real FedEx guy was going to throw a TV over, he might gingerly throw no. it over. Yeah, there was no dropping. Like, it was two-handed. <laughs> at least look around. He's well, at that of... point, if it's true, if it's real, then at that point, he didn't care that he was going to get fired because that's going to be discovered. No, he di- no, it's not. How is anybody going to ever discover that? The TV broken? gets broken? Uh, the whole world because then you call FedEx the and they're like, oh, it could have broken at any, any point. point. Uh, they're not going to point to the delivery guy. Are you serious? Have you ever had a broken thing? Hey, and then they follow his route, and they realize that everything he delivers is broken. Right. Well, if he's like that, maybe. <laughs> mm-hmm. right, That's why they called him the chucker. Mm-hmm. Let's check the calendar. Firefox 9 has been released. Developers will be happy with JavaScript performance because it's speedier. Amazon wants you to impulse buy in time for Christmas Day. Free two-day shipping for the Kindle and lots of other items through 8 p.m. Pacific time tomorrow. That's December 21st. Nokia is hosting a U.S. Windows Phone event on January 9th during CES. Super Bowl is going to be streamed online and to Verizon phones for the very first time in this January. For free. For free. For free. This is and very the, cool. And the, yeah. uh, the web version, you can actually look at different camera angles, too. Ooh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Will they Ooh. authenticate? I bet they'll authenticate. NBC usually does that yeah, for, for things Sunday like the Night Olympics. Football, so actually... they'll say, you know, what's your, what's your provider? Look... No, it's Sunday Night Football anyway. You just go to a website and it just launches, but you have to install whatever stupid plugin they have. Oh, so they don't, they don't authenticate? They don't make you put in that you get no. NBC in some legitimate There's way? There's no, like, username, password thing. Well, not username, password. Oh, they always make I'm you a... pick, like, I am a direct no, TV subscriber. It's an, an over-the-airwaves. Okay. I mean, you could still get Yeah, it. but with the Olympics, they did that. Oh, that's weird. For Sunday Night Football, they don't do that. All right, good to know. I should be watching more Sunday Night Football. Yeah, it's free. It's oh, streaming. You got different angles. I'll get back to football. And it's pseudo so, HD. Don't take it for granted, you people without children. You miss football so bad. Why? Well, I it's don't true. have cable. And I, don't, I miss I football don't really badly. Watch too. it. So. Finally, Samsung <laughs> says that the Galaxy S2 is getting ice cream sandwich in is. early 2012. So I don't know what that means. What's early to you? April? January 2nd. First, okay. first half of the well, year. Well, we'll see. We'll see if Samsung they make... Samsung uh, the carriers. So, like, that'll be... Samsung will have it by February. Right. And the carriers yeah, will have it by, carriers by, like, by we did, October. We did our part. Okay, sidebar. You guys have to say honeycomb and gingerbread and these kind of things a lot more frequently than I do now. Have you gotten used to ice cream sandwich? Yep, or does it totally. still sound totally I stupid? I just think it's perfectly normal. Yep. For a while, we had Chad actu- actually deliver Klondike bars to nice. us when we yeah. would say ice cream sandwich live. Unfortunately, that, that, helps you that accept got it. old. Yeah. Too many Not to references. Me. Not to me. Yeah, Chad got tired. Yeah. Uh, as but a casual listener, anymore. I'm sorry you guys still sound really dorky saying it. I just, whole meetings I about it. sounded dumber, actually. Really? Saying gingerbread or froyo. Wait till jelly bean. Oh, Lord. Let's move on to what's incoming. Incoming message. Got a call in from Robert, the 260 TNT show, with his theory on why Facebook's Android app is doing better than the iOS version. Hi, my name is Robert from Detroit, also known as Bobby underscore digital on Twitter. And I was just calling in uh, in response to the, the stat that you guys had about uh, Android users uh, using Facebook more than iOS users uh, on the mobile app. And I was wondering maybe if that had something to do with there's so many more options for using Facebook on iOS that work so much better than the uh, than the actual Facebook app, and people have just gotten used to that, especially on the iPad, since they just now released a um, questionable Facebook application. That's all I got. Thanks for uh, being here. I guess that's a pretty good point. Uh, the Facebook iPad app is new, mm. um, and it, it, part of the reason it was so weird that Facebook wasn't coming out with an iPad app is because for years, really, uh, third-party applications were like number one in the App Store. 
because Facebook didn't provide an alternative to just going through Safari, although that experience was fine. I wonder with, with iOS 5.0 having all the integration with Twitter, if people just started to share via Twitter instead of going, well, I go through Facebook. You can always hit share to Twitter right away from there. That's true. That's a good point. Although I don't know. I mean, I think a lot of people are on Facebook that just aren't on Twitter. Yeah. I think that the general pop kind of overlap is, is limited there. Yeah. I don't, I don't read Facebook on my uh, <laughs> iPad. Have you got used to saying iPad? That was the point. So in the chat, the chat room, room. Yeah, chat room was making that point. If you can say iPad, We've totally you been, can say gotten used to that. Yeah. You'll get used to it. Don't worry. <laughs> All right. Final email from Rick. Uh, says he uh, was hearing us talk about SOPA and the, the fact that you can just redirect DNS around domain name system requests by typing in the IP address of the site. He says that will work for sites like Google and other large sites, but smaller sites running on virtual web hosts... This won't work since many sites may be sharing the same IP address and the web server relies on the text URL to determine what site to serve up. The host file would definitely work as would alternate DNS providers. I can already see it. The Pirate Bay DNS at 1.3.3.7 serving all your SOPA needs. It's already there, actually. Uh, there's a Firefox plugin for that as well that was made by the Pirate Bay. Uh, so, yeah, it's a good point. Now, it's not just big sites like Google. Most sites have their own IP address. However, uh, if you are, you know, doing, you're rolling your own, so to speak, if you're not, if you're not a big, uh, big corporation, you may be renting space off of a host uh, and, and hosting several domains off one IP address, one, one box, in which case the number still works. You just have to put a subdirectory. So it could be like 10.10.3.3 slash subbrilliantcom would actually get you directly to subbrilliant.com. You wouldn't have to use the domain name system. Tom went through this all in his head in our pre-show meeting, and it was like watching the sausage getting made. Yeah, there was definitely sausage coming out of my head at that point. Wow. I know. Um, I made three requests at the beginning of this show, people. Mm -hmm. Two of them have already been disregarded within minutes, so... We won't accept your gift, Becky. You must accept my gift. For you guys. Family blankies. And the eye arm. Where I can I can put my <laughs> iPad on my arm so I can read face. I've wow. seen these boxes somewhere. I know uh, these boxes. No, it's not the eye arm. It's a prank box. It's a prank box, but look what's inside. I got you an angry bird pig. <laughs> and they make noise. And a bird. Oh, wow. So we can... And birds. We can just start placing the pig somewhere. And start Sweet. firing him around. The- and there are three of them, by the way. Here so can we put the oh, pig on Jason's uh, area there and we'll just throw things at him? Yeah. Lisa. <laughs> Thank you, Becky. <laughs> Wrong camera. <laughs> Thank you. You know, this the, this family blankies, it reminds me a lot of us. It really does. It's like us. That's, yeah. that's whenever we go bicycling yeah. that's before the show. Meeting, right? yeah. <laughs> yeah. Totally. If you ever wanted to know what goes into making the show, it looks a lot like that. If there it really, really is. was a family blankies, <laughs> I would kill to see you guys wear one during a show. <laughs> never going to happen. The all that means blanket. we have to get too close never to each never. other. Never say never. I guess I it'll, it'll fit the table, too. So i got to quit. <laughs> all right, that's it for this episode of Tech News Today. Uh, you can find a way to submit stories to us at our subreddit, technewstoday.reddit.com. Uh, go in there and submit stories or even just vote on what stories you want to see. We check it every day. Becky Worley, thank you so much uh, for making the trek up here and for the Angry Birds. Hey, my toys. pleasure. Thanks, and Becky. any of you, uh, y'all who are listening, you can find me on Twitter, B Worley, or on the Google Plus. Or if you read the Facebook, I'm there too, man. The yeah. Facebook. <laughs> check Thanks it for having out. Me, guys. It was Is it on the internet? 
totally on the internet. Awesome. <laughs> well, you can find us on the internet at twit.tv slash TNT. You can email us TNT at twit.tv or give us a call. Our number is 260-TNT-SHOW. Tim Stevens, editor-in-chief of Engadget, joins us tomorrow. We'll see you then. Yeah.